Hello there, guys, and welcome back to the Living Fit Podcast. How is everyone doing? Um, what what date is it even? I've wrote down here the 7th of December, but it's definitely not the 7th of December. Um, but this is going to be the last Living Fit Podcast of the year, of year 2021, um, which is pretty amazing and pretty outstanding. This is the sort of birth of the Living Fit Podcast, really. Um, and just to bring it back to who is it for, it's for people that are wanting to get the best out of their bodies, out of their mindsets and, and get extreme growth in the rest of their life, not only in their body, but in their personal life, in their professional life, in every walk of life, really. Uh, and it brings me back to what is health? What is health? What is that sort of the meaning of health? And for me, it's the optimization of every single action that we take. And it brings me on to, uh, nicely really, onto that third component of the success principle. We've had devotion, we've had knowledge, and now we have action. You know, health is the optimization of every single action that we take. So how can we take action? The problem is people can spend hours, months, years procrastinating, um, soaking up all this wonderful poetry, all this wonderful information, but they can't take action on it. And basically, without action, nothing ever, ever gets done. If you didn't have the action to get out of bed, to go to the sink, brush your teeth, maybe some of you don't brush your teeth. Um, I didn't used to when I was a kid. But if we don't have action in our lives, nothing can get done. So when it comes to transforming your body, when it comes to getting more resilient in your mindset, if we don't have that that tool or um, the learnings of how to take action, then nothing is ever going to happen. And I truly believe that taking action is a skill and it takes courage and it can be learned. I was never very good at taking action. I used to worry. I mean, I still do worry. Um, don't tell everyone, but I do worry. Um, but I used to not be able to take action. I used to think so much about stuff. I remember being in bed and my auntie being like, don't drink orange juice before bed. It will rot your teeth. It will erode your teeth. Maybe, yeah, maybe there is truth in that. There's a lot of truth in that. But I would hang on to that information. I would worry about that forever. I used to love um, soaking stuff up. I used to love just like churning over on a thought uh, and I was unable to take action. And if a decision did come up, I would actually get very scared and very overwhelming. Um, I get this, this sort of overwhelming feeling and I was able to and it'd be like, no, do you know what? I'll hold off for a month. I'll hold off for two months. I'll hold off for a year until I'm ready. Um, and there is never going to be a right point to do anything. You're never going to be exactly ready um, to do anything. Just pausing the podcast there. Um, some people have been listening to the podcast and they say that very strange words come out of my mouth and I use things like instead of saying cupboard to get the food out of I use wardrobe instead there's a moment when I press record um on here I do not know what is going to come out of my mouth so if things just don't make sense I'm really sorry about that um and Instagram me message me and I'm sure he'll get over it soon but anyway on to the component of success which is taking action and it's absolutely huge yes we need devotion we need knowledge and um, but if we we don't take action nothing will ever get done so how can we learn to be better at taking action i, I want to tell you a story and it was 
sort of before the pandemic, I was kind of doing online coaching. Uh, well, let's rewind a few years. I was talking to the mindset coach, Sophia. I wrote a post about it the other day. Um, and I was like, I've got this idea. I just want to become an online coach. It seems like a really great job. And I think I'd be sort of all right at it. Um, and she was like, okay, I want you to go and set it all up this afternoon. And I want you to text me this evening or tomorrow morning and tell me that you've got everything ready. And I was like, oh my God, no, I was so scared. But she made me, that accountability made me go and do it. So that was the first phase. That was the first process of me becoming an online coach, uh, building a business and having more control and freedom and impact in my life, essentially, which was great. Then fast forward a couple of years, three years, it's kind of a hobby. I had clients on board. I was kind of doing it. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, okay, there has to be a leap of faith here. I either go balls to the wall, um, ass to grass, whatever the other sort of phrases are, um, and properly do it, properly turn it into a business, properly turn it in my passion into something that is going to transform and help people. Um, and I did. I mulled it over for ages. I spoke to Mimi. I spoke to my sister. I spoke to her sister. I spoke to everyone within our block at the time. Um and no matter how many people said do it, it had to come from me. The confidence had to come from me um, being able to do it. And there's three ingredients that I feel that you can plug and play into your life, which will help you get better at taking action. Therefore, more success and more progress and more stuff will happen. If you go to an interview and you're unable to take action on that preparation for that audition or interview, it's probably not going to come off. So these uh, tools that you can plug and play and put into place which will help you uh, and have helped me uh, in order to take action far better because guess what once I took that leap of faith um, regardless if it paid off or not once I stopped worrying about what other people would think of me once I put both feet off that cliff cliff and dropped took that leap of faith amazing things came from it I became more confident I became more in control of my life I started worrying less about what if the worst case scenario happens now if a decision comes ask Mimi I don't flipping think about it at all she's having to rein me in because I'm like yeah let's just go for it let's just paint the walls orange let's just get this gold flipping toilet seat flusher or whatever it is I actually need to think about things a little bit more now because once you get that bug to take action and once you know it pays off and once you're like do you know what? it doesn't actually matter if I fail and if the worst case scenario happens you get a great deal of growth and pleasure from it and you can really take life by the horns um, and, and flip and go for it getting a little bit deep there Tom and getting onto a little bit of uh, a path so let's get back to it there's three key components ingredients that I think you can I keep using this word plug and play into your life that you can learn how to be better at taking action number one is self-confidence without self-confidence without you having confidence within yourself love respect care for yourself it's never going to happen because you're always going to be worried about what other people think say if someone comes on uh, a fitness journey because their partner says I I think you need to lose a bit of weight. I think you need to get fitter. And they're worried about what they their partner will think of them. That's why they're coming on. They're never going to achieve results. It has to come from them. How to gain self-confidence? You also need self-reflection and connection, whatever that is for you. If it's a half an hour walk, if it's reading a book that you really like. For me, I do try and get 10 to 15 minutes meditation in every single morning. Yeah, it's not the best. Yeah, I'll just spend the flipping time thinking within my own thoughts. But for me, that's a little bit of reflection and connection time to what's gone on the day before, what's going on now, what uh, what's my day 
uh, what's happening in my day, all that sort of stuff. But self-reflection and connection is really important because you are then learning to sort of respect and love yourself and understand what's going on within yourself, you know, understanding why something isn't happening that you want to happen or understanding why something is happening that you do want to happen. So self-reflection and connection is super important. Number three, in order to get self-confidence, it's actually really important to have a strong support group around you. That might be a strong group of friends that want the best from you. That might be in a class with other people that are driving a little bit of competition or are making you be a little bit better or are admiring your your work and you're learning off each other. It might also be in a group like the uh, the members of, of Team Living Fit that are like a little bit of connection with people, like-minded people that are going for the same goal. It's like, ah, they're doing that to get results. How can I get that? Or they've made that mistake and they've shared that on the Facebook group. So why am I not going to do that? Um, and when you start to do it and take ownership of it, you get a lot of self-confidence. And I suppose what we're uh, talking about here is taking ownership, not getting spoon-fed and taking ownership, which gives you a lot of self-confidence. If I hadn't taken ownership of um, Tom Living Fit, of an online body transformation business, um, I would never have self-confidence to to fail, to do the stuff, to take strange sort of, um, to take strange decisions or risks. That's the word I'm looking for, risks. Um, so that's self-confidence. Number two is willingness to fail. Before creating the company before putting myself out there on Instagram and creating a fitness page, which for me was massive, weirdly. I used to speak to Sophia about like, there's loads of people on Instagram taking the top off. Why are they doing it? And I used to get really bitter and frustrated about that and like, oh, why do they want to do that? But really, it's just because I wanted to have a page similar to them. I wanted to help people and be recognized um, in in that sort of field. And what happens when you sort of are willing to fail and you do it, you get an extreme amount of growth from it and you really, your mindset shifts and you're actually not that bothered about what other people think. So willingness to fail at something is is massive. Um, and that comes from, from courage. Like, sorry to keep using this, uh, this story about when I set up this business, but it was a big moment in my life and it took courage and it took that moment of, leap of faith, jumping off that cliff, anything can happen, willingness to fail, but you have to have courage before making any good decision. When I speak to people about coming on a 90-day program, they're nervous and they're excited at the same time. And I say, well, that's where the good results are going to come. Because if you're nervous, that means that there's something at stake there. So you're not just going to come on, pay your money, and then just sit there and, and try and let me spoon feed it. You're going to actually take action and therefore get, get results in that. So being nervous and excited is actually really, really good with any and it means a decision is actually right when that happens. Um, but courage is is absolutely massive because you have to have courage in to, and be willing to fail. Uh, have a sort of don't care or effort mentality. I know I keep speaking about like how to to not have a, an effort mentality, but actually, what's that book by Mark? Somebody the um, the sort of art of not giving a fuck. That basically teaches you how not to care, and within that, you release something you release control and what helps me a lot is the opposite to what a lot of people are saying and what a lot of people are doing is actually negative visualization like what would actually happen take yourself down the path of what would happen if you actually did that let's use the piano teacher piano teachers uh, and go in to play the piano I did it when I was like 10 and I was awful at it and didn't really enjoy it but if I'm wanting to learn the piano what is the worst case scenario? Actually think what the worst case scenario will be and actually play it out in your head. And when you play out the worst case scenario, 
it's probably not that bad. And you're you actually go inside. Do you know what? If that happens, I can hack it. What's the worst that can happen? I can lose a bit of money and waste six months. That's all right. I'm probably going to learn an awful lot from from doing it anyway. So having a kind of don't care, fuck it mentality is actually quite useful for some things. Um, and negative visualization, I actually find is really helpful. Of course, positive visualization is also really helpful, but it's good to get that balance. You know, maybe maybe try um, them both. Number three is absolutely massive, and it's stop controlling the future or stop controlling the outcome. Often we try and control the outcome before it even happens, and that itself builds up so much fear and anxiety in us. It's untrue. It's, it's almost over overwhelming. So of course we're not going to go through it. But um, just to come back, come back to if you think about the past too much, you get complacent. If you're like, oh yeah, I was amazing back in 2012, you're going to get complacent in that. If you think about the future too much, it's going to cause an awful lot of anxiety. So I suppose stop uh, controlling what the future or the outcome is actually just bringing you back to to the present moment. And I've still not quite got my head around the present moment thing. I know it's great and I know it does people a lot of good but I personally am still working on that because I like to think about the future I like to think about the past you know what's coming up blah 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 blah. um but actually my way of probably being present is stop trying to control the outcome and just go for it and enjoy the ride like a roller coaster like a like a water slide me and me went on some epic water slides in Tenerife and you literally cannot control the outcome you cannot control if you're going to fall off um that rubber dinghy or not uh, anyway, number three is accountability. Accountability is super important in your journey because when you're trying to summon up strength uh, and get rid of fear and courage and you're doing something that you don't naturally want to do, some people might not naturally like exercise, not naturally like to eat superfoods, healthy foods, clean foods, and that is absolutely all right because you're living to the beat of your own drum. But when you're trying to do something that you don't naturally want to go towards, um, accountability is absolutely um I was going to say imperative, but I don't even know if that is the right word for that sentence. So it's absolutely crucial accountability. And how do you get accountability? You need a really simple journey. You need a simple journey and you need a vision. I like to work in 90 days, but it could be six months. It could be a year. So where do you want to get to in 90 days? And what is that journey? Let's just go from A to B. What is that nice, clear, simple journey that you can just put one foot foot in front of each other and get from A to B. Number two is targets. You need targets. You need clear, visible, tangible targets. If anything is ever too complicated and you don't get it, your mind is just going to go, do you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to do what's easy to me or what is natural to me. And that is probably the habits that you've come up with for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, whatever it is. When we're trying to build those new habits into our lifestyle, which are going to serve us, it's not always going to feel nice. It's going to feel a little bit sticky and a little bit dreadful. But along the way, you can really help it by making it as simple um, and as tangible and as visible as possible. Let's just take weight loss, for instance. How can you make that visible? Well, I want to lose one stone, which is seven kilograms in 90 days. Well, that's lovely and clear. Um, I want to get stronger than ever within 90 days. Okay, so I want you to go on day one. What is your bench press on day 90? I want you to try and improve that bench press by 
I don't know, five kilograms or something like that. So clear visible targets are really, really important to keep you accountable and keep you on the journey um, that you want to go on. It enables you to take action. If you have a clear target of, I don't know, hitting three sessions of exercise or at the gym a week uh, and you've got a nice little sort of diary and it's in there and you're feeling a little bit lazy but you have to get that third session in and it's Saturday and you know you can't go Sunday, the target of three a week automatically will make you go more than not having a target of how many sessions you want to get in in the week. Number three is is crucial and I have learned this over the years and it's having a coach or it's having a mentor or it's having someone that you trust and look up to that can move the goalpost for you. I speak about it a lot, but who can move the goalpost for you, who can nudge you, give you a little nudge if you're starting to get a little bit comfortable, starting to get a little bit slack, or it's someone who you can follow their journey, but it's got to be someone that you trust or someone that you look up to. Um, and you can just go, okay, well, what are they doing? What have they done to get those results? And how can I copy that? I think it's Tony Robbins that speaks a lot about it when he's working with um, sports athletes. He, he just looked at who else has been successful in that field. What traits have they got? And how can you make another athlete or um, another prime minister be as successful, if not more successful as that. So that's why a mentor or a coach or someone you look up to is really important because it'll stop you getting comfortable. What happens when you get comfortable, you don't have any vision um, and then it's, it's harder to take action on the things that are going to give you a tremendous amount of growth and make you feel um, great. So self-confidence, accountability, willingness to fail. To get self-confidence, you need experience in life. The experience is going to give you confidence. Self-reflection and connection with yourself so you understand what's going on within yourself and then you're able to take action more because you're able to know what's going on. A support group of like-minded individuals that can support you, boost you up and you can help them and you can learn off each other goes absolute wonders for self-confidence. Willingness to fail, you need courage. You need this sort of a little bit of the fuck it or don't care mentality you can be using like negative or or positive visualization I, I recommend a little bit of both to give you balance and perspective and also stop controlling the outcome by constantly controlling the outcome you are bringing anxiety and fear into your life and no wonder we find it hard to take action when we're kind of riddled with anxiety and fear because it's a protective mechanism accountability uh, you need a simple journey a really simple journey if anything is it's complicated you probably aren't going to do it so we need to give you a fighting chance ourselves a fighting chance and just make things super simple i think they say someone says like if you have more than three focuses in a day or more than three focuses in a week you don't have a focus because it just overloads the brain and it's not really a focus it's muddy um so keep things super simple targets you need clear visible targets and you also need a coach a mentor or someone that you look up to or trust um which can constantly move the goalposts for you and you can copy their journey and they can help you out in that um so i've said the sort of story about my business and there's a lot of things there but that's just something at the moment which has really helped me and i have sort of extracted what ingredients have been helpful for me so i, I sort of hope the story was was useful and it's not just me um waffling on um but the one of the biggest thing that gave me the confidence and getting or and helped me take action is that the, the willingness to fail you know not everything is perfect and if we strive for perfection, it's going to get too much for our brains and body. And that's when the fear sets in that our workout is probably not going to be perfect. I've not got time to go. I've not got time for all the exercises. So I'm not going to go. Guess what? It doesn't need to be perfect. If you just go into the gym and complete the first three exercises or set a timer for 30 minutes, that's going to do you so much better. So sometimes you need to get out of your own way um, and get out from those excuses and, and just go and, and stop trying to think of, of, uh, of perfect. 
and, and what I feel that the program with, with uh, the clients, the, the team that come on in the 90 days, it, it gives them a self-confidence and it gives them an ability to start taking control and start taking action in other areas of their life because they're doing hard things all the time. They're putting their body under pressure. They're eating foods and, and learning about foods that they don't, wouldn't normally eat or wouldn't normally um, find out about. Uh, and what that does is we try not, not to spoon feed people. We try not to spoon feed people in the 90 days because that doesn't promote taking action. You know, we have a training lab, we have a lunchtime drop-in, we have a weekly hit session, we have so many checkpoints within the week where people can check in, but guess what? They have to come to us. And if we're constantly going to them, people are never going to learn and they're going to be unable to take action for the rest of their life. And when you come on a fitness program, you you have to be thinking about the long-term vision. And that's about you maintaining those results and progressing those results even further and knowing how to do it. And if you're constantly getting spoon-fed stuff or constantly seeking the internet or seeking Instagram for free advice, it's never going to happen. You have to start investing in yourself and taking control of yourself. I remember when I was at drama school and I used to want everything for free. If it was food, if it was information, what are they doing? And, I was, and what it does, it doesn't actually help you... Um, take control over what you want to do because everyone is doing things differently um so what am i getting at is uh obviously the best thing is is investment in yourself um yeah lost my train of thought there guys so sorry about that but hope that was useful um just to talk about the intake in january a lot of messages about wanting to start the program uh, and the intake is uh, january is now open it's getting super busy already so if you do want to come on board i would think about it now and what we're doing is sort of saying a december is on me type thing we're bringing you on we're bringing you onto the training lab we're giving you access to all the recipe books all the coaching videos um coaching from me mimi and jamie setting you up filling out your consultation form having a zoom call finding out where you want to go and setting out that journey so when the 3rd of January comes you can hit the ground running yeah we're working out your nutrition already we're starting to give you tests to work out so you can start to implement some of those main exercises but if you kind of pick up the phone or message us in 3rd of January we're going to spend so much time sort of wasted there it's going to be at least two weeks by then we're nearly at the end of January I'll, I'll be having my 32nd birthday so I'll be chilling out what I'm saying is spaces are filling up fast there's only a certain amount of spaces you can and and if you want to get on it and if you want to get protected over Christmas and start to sort of end the year with soaking up this kind of information brave food I would get in touch now and let's start to get the ball in uh, the ball rolling now instead of January because to be honest it's going to be too late then you'll be starting February um, then we're going to be getting into Easter we're going to be starting that cycle all over again to get so to get a super clean 90 day cycle and um, let's start this conversation coming in now some super exciting stuff happening for uh, the Living Fit team next year. And I'm going to talk to them later on down the line, but there's going to be challenges. There's going to be like phases. I'm basically going to outline like your very own two-year journey, which means you're not just going to be coming on for 90 days. You're going to be having a two-year arch and we're going to kind of make it into more of a syllabus type thing. So you really, we're not overwhelming you and you're really taking the time to embed these habits into your body because do you know what 90 days to be honest is a little bit too quick it's a sprint and if we flood you with information if you flood yourself with information it's probably not going to happen so some really exciting stuff for happening um yeah loads more to come so this is the last episode of uh 2021 i hope you've found it really useful this is just 
for you guys to keep educated, to keep the latest sort of stuff going on and soak it all up with brain food and stuff so you can continue just to, to better every single action uh, like we spoke about at the start. So if you've got any questions, if you've got any sort of subjects that you want me to speak about, reach out to us on Instagram. We're going to be uh, first week of December. I'll be back on here. Um, I'll be waffling some stuff. I'll be losing my train of thought. I'll be saying words that don't even make sense within that sentence. But do you know what I say to that? Shakespeare did it. So why can't we? All right, guys. Peace out. Bye.